0: Welcome it's SV Pod. Stanford Steve is Daisy Fresh. How are you, big man?
1: Excellent. Yourself? Super weak. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. So strange
0: being in, on this side of it. So many years you go. It's. Did you go before? It was SVP and Marcella with other radio shows? No.
1: Oh. I only we kinda, went once we, I only
0: went once the year, the week to Arizona we did. We were not in a stairwell that week we we graduated to like a side stage maybe the regular stage um it's just all anyone does is complain about it in the business going out to these weeks uh, but being there it it that's what the lead up felt like you know what i mean yeah. so being being this far removed although are you going I'm going Friday, Saturday. there you go. as am i I'm going as am I. I'll be out there Friday night.
1: Do you a little dinner out there?
0: you know a
1: little yeah. all right, are you my plus one? If you want me to be yeah
0: why 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 wouldn't you be?
1: Do um, I need to bring my card?
0: What card is that?
1: <laughs> Credit card.
0: No, nah, come on, you're on scholarship. There we go. If I, if I eat, we all eat. But I'm just worried about you going back across country after what you just endured coming back from Vegas, where you were for the All-Star game. Let's let's not start negative. Let's start positive. Yeah. Give me give me the lay of the land, the festivities, the boys. Yeah. I'm talking about the NHL All-Star game, the fellas, the people you met. Just what what do you got for me on
1: that? It was my first time, Scott, uh, being involved with an NHL event, and I was more fired up. I, I haven't been that fired up in a long time. Um, it was—it's just something different. I'm not familiar with it. I'm trying to learn as much as possible and getting to meet behind the scenes, trying—you know—meeting PR guys, coaches, players. But the dynamic of it all is just—it's crazy. I mean, first thing I get there Thursday, I go over do daily wager, and then they taped a, an event. And then Thursday night, you start looking around a casino, and there's people getting after it. And then there were some familiar faces that I was trying to, you know, make sure I knew, you know, in case they didn't have the jerseys on. I'm like, oh, I know who that is. I know who that is. And then they get, the next day is the skills competition. They come in all buttoned up in suits. I'm like, uh-oh, and I'm like, uh-oh, I don't think I know everybody that I'm supposed to. And then they come out and they do this thing where they had to take headshots, Scott. So they have their jerseys and helmet. Uh, they have the jerseys and shoulder pads on, but they all come out in like shorts. And I was just, I couldn't imagine like the build of these guys. And you're like, wow, okay. And then what? Bigger, bigger, or smaller than you thought? Smaller, smaller. But okay. Are you saying they, you could kick everyone's ass? Not at all. Not okay. at all. I don't. Mess I just was up. checking. Nope.
0: I, Cause it sounded to me like you kind of just said you would no. fight the whole NHL. I,
1: I never said, all that. right. All right. I just did I, I want to make that clear. Go ahead. So then <laughs> they come back out and now they're in full uniform and they got the skates on and it's like, Holy f- Tom Wilson's a monster monster. Yeah. You don't want those hands. No, no. Um, couldn't be a better guy either. Uh, handsome to- Tom. Love him. Yeah. Uh, but then, like the the lightning goalie Vasilevsky, he's like six seven with skates on. He's like ducking underneath doors. It's crazy. And I'm like, how are you supposed to get a puck by this guy? But you um, kind of don't. That, no. That's the problem. <laughs> and uh, we asked. Uh, I was working with Emily Cab, and I we asked Austin Matthews with the pregame hydration process was like and how this differed than it's a regular season game. And he started laughing, just, you know, talking about admitted, there's not much stretching going on. took a little (laughs) bit more time to get yourself together. Um, But all in all, the weekend, it's really cool to see those guys, how different they are off the ice. Like it literally is like they have a switch Mm -hmm. and uh, couldn't be nicer. They don't say no to anything. PR people were great. That arena is real. Like that, that place, T-Mobile. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like for a playoff game. Like it, it's, it's all that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you also had the Pro Bowl going on. Um, so the NFL player, we were at ARIA, so they're everybody's crossing over, and he mm-hmm. sees people's reaction when they know who they really saw. I saw Kelsey walking down, and these two girls just lost it. Uh, and they're like, "That's him! That's him!" So then, like, they yelled at him. He turned around and he just smiled. Like they go crazy, pictures and that whole thing. But um, Vegas. I'll tell you, I know we we got restrictions are all over the place. There are not many in Vegas. We're we're oh, we're, back, we're back up and running,
0: full well, of go. There, of course, there aren't. Of course there aren't. It's Las Vegas. Yeah. You figure it. You figure it out. Um, you want to hear about my Saturday? yeah took the kids uh, took the kids up skiing to, to uh, Liberty. There's not a lot of snow on the mountain. there were a lot of people and yeah, uh, yeah the, the kids got a lesson. And I, I think I think they got up the mountain twice in the hour on the lift because of the crowd and uh, that was the, that was the extent of the lesson. and uh, so
1: like when you go skiing, can you like can I didn't you go ski. No, I just saying. I, I, I was like just kids. there
0: as a participant. I was there as a, as, a, as a, to cheer people on. I never saw anybody cuz there were 10,000 people on the mountain. I never figured out which two were my kids. They were the two that had two runs up the lift uh for the hour. Thanks thanks a lot for the time, um, guys.
1: But I never been skiing before. Like do you like can you go sled riding at a ski resort? Let me tell you about
0: that that's that's part two. Tubing. Oh. See that—that that was now the win. Talking exactly. No, that's what now, w- when I was young, I used to ski all the time. Uh, now I'm, really? yeah, we used to we used to ski. We had a good friend, I uh, still do, uh, an artist who did really really well out west. Had a home out in Snowmass in Colorado, and so we would go out to Colorado to ski. Which makes you super snobby about skiing in the East Coast because out there it's you know it's all beautiful, giant Rocky mountains with powder. And if you ski yeah. in the East, it, the, the mountains aren't big and it's pretty icy. So I would just suggest that if you learn to ski in the East coast, you can ski anywhere because it's a hell of a lot harder uh, than like when you're actually turning on snow. It's like, Oh, this is, Oh, this is what it's like. Uh But I'm now I'm deathly afraid to do it. Yeah. This particular weekend, Mostly because there were ten thousand people on the mountain, and I, I'm just convinced I'd run into someone, or someone had run into me. Yeah. I don't need that kind of aggravation in my life. But but you get an inner tube on a mountain that by the time we got there was late in the day, and it was essentially just a sheet of ice. <laughs> Great fun. All the kids like you can. Charlie was the first one down naturally because he's the smallest. Yeah. And they ask you when they when they let go of the 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 like tether that's pulling the Uh, the tube, do you want us to spin you? Charlie says, sure. So there's my little guy spinning about a thousand miles an hour, flying down the mountain on a tube. And they say, you got to drag your your heels when you get to the bottom. He might fly off the frigging mountain. And I'm thinking, he can't reach the ground. How's this going to end? But he's so light that he didn't go flying into sort of the retaining wall. But that was good fun. Um, So the moral of the story is, this is not an anti- Liberty Mountain play. This is an anti don't go on Saturday on a perfect day when the whole world's there. That's you just got to pick your spots, right? Got to pick your spots, I think. But so that was
1: All right, so let's uh, whose decision
0: was it to go that day? You or Wifey? Well, I mean, Wifey's the organizer. Wifey's okay. about about making memories. I mean, an incredible planner, putting stuff together, getting stuff on the calendar. I just it's my job just to be a good sport and say, "Let's go." And I did. Okay. Might have been I don't know what the Saturday slate was, college basketball. It seemed like it was pretty good on paper. It was phenomenal. Well, I didn't see a second. Okay. That's okay. We were tubing. We were tubing and um got some Lido on the way home. Pretty pretty big Saturday. My meanwhile, my guy's playing pie gal <laughs> oh. and running around in, in Vegas. So that's comparative shopping here. And I'm saying I'd rather tag along with Steve's weekend and and Scott at the old
1: Tubings Hill. A couple of fantastic meals. you Got to see What'd your you boy, got to see boy, Levy. Uh, nice. Gr- greasy. Uh, Where'd you so- eat? A uh, place called Lago and Bellagio. Fantastic. Veal piccata. Oh, Tremendous my
0: Italian. That is such a good Italian, jank. Oh. So good. Right out
1: by the waterfall. It was little breeze. Helped Levy with no sweating. Um, I got a question. Yep. When you're in the car... With the wife, does she ever drive? She drove to uh, the the, the, ski, the skiing. Really, mm-hmm. I,
0: I I don't remember why that was. I just it was it was a first. And but then the, I didn't even know I I was playing chess. But I didn't bring my glasses. Bring my glasses so I have them. I didn't bring my glasses because uh, why would I wear them sledding or being on a, you know, skiing, even though I wasn't skiing. Yeah. So when it came time to leave, it's dark, and I'm doing the squinty, kind of like a mole. I can't see. I, I mean, I can see. I just can't make out the signs so good. And she said, sit over there. I got it. So, yeah, that was how that went. But mostly, I'm, I mean, I'm happy to drive. It doesn't bother me.
1: Yeah. Did you go to SW Steakhouse? I didn't. Um, there was a couple of people I knew going there Thursday night. And that's um, in the wind.
0: Love the wind. Love this. Love the SW Steakhouse in the wind. Always get there if I can. Um, So it was a good time for you. The hockey boys are great. Excellent. Um, Let's uh, let's talk about the journey home, Steve.
1: Okay. Where do you want to start?
0: Well, I mean, last week at the podcast ended with my moral, of the story when it comes to Las Vegas and that is get on the bleeping plane when it's time to go, you don't extend get on the plane. Well, if you try to get on the plane and the flight is delayed slash canceled, then what do you do? And that fell into Stanford Steve's lap on Sunday. So how'd
1: you, how'd you play that one? Well, being a veteran of doing that trip to, to Las Vegas, you don't, Take a 6 a.m. flight out of there. You you, you, don't, you don't do it. Um, so you either have a red eye, and what's really convenient for the casinos is there's not a lot of afternoon flights, but I was able to find one. So I was scheduled to leave at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Perfect. Got to the airport early, Watched had the Pro Bowl on, got a meal in, and... Wait, wait, wait. You watched the Pro Bowl? I, it was on the TV at the bar. Uh, what, what are we doing? I have no idea. It was... Uh. Okay. It was pretty tragic. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And delayed an hour and then another half hour. Then they come on and say, we, we need two flight attendants. I'm like, well, we could help ourselves if we need to on the plane. Like the plane's right there. The pilot's here. Like, let's, let's get this going. Then we get another 15 minutes and then all of a sudden canceled. So, it's 2.30 in the afternoon. We got a 10.30 flight now scheduled connecting Red Eye, which is just awful.
0: Connecting oh. Red eyes is, is, is low on the list of options that are oh. really <laughs> desirable.
1: So what do you do from 2 to 10.30? Remember the movie Casino and they kept the guy in the hotel and got his money back? Yeah, I mean you go back and you ask in my case, what would I do? I'd say I'd need I need a marker. Uh, yeah. and that's some, what we did. There we, we go. Got on the horn with my man Chris Andrews at the South Point. Thank you so much.
0: Free shot us. free free shout out to the South Point. Appreciate oh, that. My, Thanks that. for looking out for my man. Yeah. They were more than happy to take his action for these seven hours that he was waiting to get on his plane. But what happened? What happened on that pie gout table? They
1: they didn't. They didn't get it. It wasn't. It was. It was, <laughs> it was a lot of pushing and shoving back and forth. Me and the dealer. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you, I hit a run of pie, I didn't lose a hand for about fifteen hands. It was just tremendous. Legendary um, heater. Whatever you want to. Whatever you want to say. But hold the
0: phone. In the midst of that, were we up against the clock? Where now oh, you yeah. have to. Okay, now see, this is the moment. This is the yes. moment where that's what we're talking about. I'm on, I'm red hot. I got a flight, but I've won 15 straight hands of Pagal. I'm going to keep, I mean, you can't
1: abandon the heater. No. And here's the other deal is now I'm trying to calculate everything in my head as the Corona lights are absolutely ice cold and uh, tremendous. So now <laughs> I got to, I got, I got to go cash out. I got to go cash a winning ticket thanks to the Bucks and the Over and the Pelicans-Rockets game. Um, and then I got to go upstairs, get the bags, and then get back down. So I'm figured that's going to take a good 25 minutes. South Point's a monster hotel. That's going to take a good 25 minutes, half hour. And then I'm like, all right, maybe I could do it in 15 minutes. See,
0: here we go. <laughs> Vegas math, Vegas math is flawed on so many levels because you've been altered, maybe chemically, maybe alcohol, maybe both, whatever. Maybe it's just lack of sleep. Maybe it's a pie gal heater, whatever it is. You just, there's a lack, there's a lack of clarity. There's a lack of, the vision is, is really, really blurred.
1: So then I look up in the middle of it and I run into our friend, the rear admiral, the host of the spitting chicklets podcast. He's got his bags with him. His dad's there. He's like, Hey, are you going to the airport? You're on a red eye. I thought you were leaving today. I'm like, long story. Let's get a cab together. So perfect. That cuts another 10 minutes out. Cause R a went and got the car while I went and did my stuff. Boom. Out of there. TSA pre-check sitting down. Color in check Color change. In. Got it all.
0: That's a um, uh, there, there, few things are better than that kind of Vegas story. We've all got awful. So there's chapters upon chapters where it's catastrophic. But what you're describing is the rarest of all. Wind it was. Oh. And well, wind, yes.
1: Okay, go ahead. Then fortunate to get a, a first class seat. I sit down. What are you looking at, Steve? A rug, a wall that was a rug. And that was it. Right in front of me. I
0: right, Hold on. We're hold on.
1: flying cross country for five hours.
0: Right. Hold on. It, it's a red eye. Yeah. Fold your big mitts on your chest. Close your eyes and take a nap. I
1: can't get comfortable in the bulkhead, whatever that thing is. When you're in row one, when yeah. you just have the wall in front of you. Mm-hmm. I can't, I got no room. It's, it's worthless. First class seat to me. There's no leg room. I need a little extension for the legs. You kind of ball up a little bit. You just sort of roll to your side. No, I don't, I don't like taking up other, you know, the girl next to me in the seat. Like I don't want to bother her. and be. Well, I didn't you say in. lay in her
0: lap. I'm just saying you just sort of lay into the, were you against the window or no, or no not? I was in
1: the aisle too. It was awful.
0: Did I ever tell the story when I fell asleep on a woman on, a, ask you
1: about on that? the regional jet? You said sorry.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> All right. So early days of Russillo, SVP and Russillo, I was doing Sports Center and I was doing pieces for College Game Day. Let me just tell you, youngsters out there, you want to get in this business and they, you think, I want to do that. No, you don't you don't want to do all that. And I was doing what I thought made sense, just make yourself as valuable as you can in as many ways as you can. And want me to do sports center and do radio and do game day pieces? I'm in. Well, what that required was maybe you'd come and do the radio piece, maybe you do sports center until midnight, then the next morning to get wherever we were going. Speaking of connecting red eyes, you'd have to take a regional jet to probably fly to Atlanta and then a small plane to somewhere I think this day, let's just say it was LSU. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're, for argument's sake, it's LSU. It doesn't make any difference. Other than I'm on a regional jet from Atlanta to Baton Rouge, from Baton Rouge to Atlanta, then back to Hartford. Cause you couldn't get from Hartford direct anywhere. And we're on one of those tiny little planes and I am more than sleep deprived. And I start doing, I get the whim whams and I start leaning left and I and I feel myself awoken as this this woman is sort of shoving me back politely
1: mm-hmm.
0: back to center. And I said, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that." Well, I I was sorry, but I also wasn't awake. <laughs> and this time, I fall full asleep, and I'm talking about the weight of a six foot six, two hundred and twenty five pound man falling into this woman's seat on her shoulder and she is now rightfully justifiably enraged and is full two hands shoving me back and this time I do wake up and I'm horrified and I'm like ma'am ma'am I'm sorry she said no it's okay it's okay I said no 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 no. it is so not okay I, I'm just I, it's a long story I've I worked I, I work late and then I'm more but none of this matters but I, I'm so sorry And then I just, I leaned as hard into the aisle as I could so that if I fell asleep this time, I was just going to fall into the row, like into the aisle, but not on that woman. But it was, uh, yeah, I I get not being really comfortable on planes and I get not wanting to do that because I certainly didn't want to do that. Mm. Can I just make, can I just make a suggestion to the the airlines around the country? And this isn't really an observation that is new because anybody that travels has had, we've dealt with this on some level. But when whatever it was that was going on on your plane, they knew. Yeah, they knew they and they know. And here's the other thing, you know, like you're a seasoned traveler. You just look around. You go up. We're we're <laughs> f- we're not. This plane's not taking off. And here's the thing. I'm I'm a, an adult. There's nothing that you can tell me that is going to ruin my life. But if you just lie to me for three hours and waste my time in McCarran Airport, that is an affront to my sensibilities. So just let's just let's just have a, a, a grown up to grown up conversation where you say, listen, you're screwed. Plane's not going to take off. What reason? Doesn't matter. You're not going to tell me anyway. I, I doesn't I don't care. Like, but if this plane's not taking off, just just tell me, because that way I can get back to see the this guy at the South Point. Mm-hmm. Go play some pie gal. Go about it correctly. I just think I think that the when you're lied to for hours on end in an airport, that's as frustrating as anything that happens. And they just that's what they do. It's like in a handbook. Yeah, I think just just tell a lie to them. Lie. That's that's a, that's, that's we need to do better than that.
1: You know what I'm good. I know. I realized getting in Ubers and stuff. I'm a good liar. About what? So like, Oh, what are you here for work business? Nope. I don't want to talk to you. Mm. Sorry. So I just, so,
0: Nope, Nope, Nope. I told you about that. I was just tell people as a beekeeper. <laughs> that was the other thing I used to do when I was on those regional jets. People ask what you do. I just make up a lot. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in, I'm a regional manager for a lumber company. <laughs> Just anything. You can say anything. It's great fun. Because there's this weird dynamic when you're flying where you're sitting next to some guy and you haven't an acknowledged each other's presence for the entire time. And then in that last five minutes, it's this best friend thing. Yeah. Oh, where are you heading? Oh, heading back home, huh? Ah, oh, it's tough being away. Yep. What do you do? Regional sales manager. Lumber. We're in for a con. We've got a big lumber conference all over North America. Biggest producers in North America coming in for this one. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna Foxworthy's gonna do a concert, uh, and uh, Tina Turner gonna be unbelievable. Really? Yeah. No. I mean, you could just you get go once you get going. Once you tell one lie, it's just the whole thing. Just keep going. I would do that for uh, now. I'm too, um, Now I'm too famous. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Masks. Who knows who anybody is. Oh, uh, th- that was my go-to. Just make up stories about sales conferences. Before we move on, two things I'd like to mention. Check out First Draft with Mel Kiper Jr., Todd McShane, and Field Yates. Every Monday and Thursday, these guys are keeping tabs on the NFL draft. You can listen to First Draft wherever you get your podcasts or watch the show on YouTube. And watch NBA Today, 3 Eastern Noon Pacific on ESPN and the ESPN app or listen to the show as a podcast.
1: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. Is there any sports to talk about this week? Is the Super Bowl going to be a game in the one score game in the fourth quarter? I think it is. I think it is. I think Cincinnati, the, the thing I
0: wonder is what's the value of having been through it for the Rams? Mm-hmm. And cast of characters is significantly different, but it's, I just think from McVeigh's from, from viewpoint, how he sets the tone for the whole group. Look, I was through this once. We played against a guy who's been here 100 times and a quarterback who's been here 100 times. And it's just the moment was pretty big, and maybe it got the better of him. I mean, look, it was a one-score game. It wasn't like they got their butt kicked. But, you know, now they know he knows what it feels like. He can help them understand what it feels like. And you're going up against a coach who had won six games before this year started and a quarterback who's in his second year. And we all know Burrow's not afraid. And there's no backup in him, but you have an advantage and kind of your group's got way more familiarity with it than this, in this game rather than they do. You're at home, you're sleeping in your own bed, all those cliches. I just it's set up for the Rams to win in a in a way where if they won comfortably at the end, you'd go, Well, sure, right? All signs point to that. And yet I think Cincinnati probably just shrugs and says, Well, fine, you you go with that. You go with that strategy, and we'll uh, we'll we'll turn up Sunday. It's at, at three local, and take our chances. I, I I think they'll compete. I I don't think there's any reason why they won't. I don't think there's any overwhelming Rams front Bengals O line. I get it, I, but I don't think that they're going to just feast. Because even when Tennessee did feast, Cincinnati still scored enough to win the game. Yeah, didn't
1: didn't they? Because mm-hmm. they got a defense too. See, to me the game is on the Rams offensive line. That that's where I think the pressure. I mean, Whitworth didn't look good yeah. against the Niners. We know what the Bengals could do um with Hubbard and and Hendrickson on on the edge. That's that's yeah. the that's the matchup I'm looking at because There you go. and that's where I figure, you know, McVay's going to have every every option available and it's to me I, I was thinking about this on my Ten-hour uh, crusade through the night um, last night. It's a. Ama- I feel exactly how I felt going into the Niners Chiefs Super Bowl. I'm going to rooting my ass off for the Bengals, uh, but I think the Rams are going to win. Like you were rooting for the Niners against Kansas oh, City. Yeah, that was a rough one.
0: It was because San Francisco f- felt like the correct side. I've never am I. Rarely, I start to say never. Rarely felt a game that big that changed that drastically based off one play. I mean, and you know, Niner fans, the faithful, shout to the faithful. You're 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 split second away from the rush getting home on a third and long, yep. and instead, you know, Tyree Kill, you hit him and that lights the fuse, and all of a sudden, bang, that Kansas City offense was going. San Francisco couldn't get first downs, and then it, you know, not only did you not lose, but you didn't cover. Which was hurtful.
1: Speaking of Tyreek Hill, did you see his interview with Laura Rutledge? I did not. You did not. So what? he did. He did, He was in the suite for the NHL All-Star Game. Mm-hmm. And he smashed, did the Stone Cold. He smashed two beers and like acted like he drank them. Oh, did he just pour them? He didn't get anything in his mouth.
0: But you don't have to if you're doing the Stone Cold. Don't Nothing. have
1: to. That's fine. Just the theatrics, just smack You got to just the can what smashes. Did you see what Tyreek Hill did? I was like, yeah, he attempted to drink beer and he didn't get any in his mouth. That's okay. It's just theatrics, dude. It's just acting.
0: Suspension of disbelief. You just go. You're along for the ride.
1: Got a chance to meet uh, Hunter Renfro. Okay, what a guy. Good what egg. A guy. I, I just I I know uh, one of his coaches uh, for the Raiders. And so I introduced myself and this and that, and he lights up, obviously. And uh, we were in the suite, and Emily Capo was doing an interview with Derek Carr, and, and Waller was in there, and, and Renfro. And I, I can't believe that man caught 100 balls in the NFL. Not a big dude. <laughs> He's... Not a big dude. So good. Such a but good all, but
0: hold. So if uh, what you, you're uh, at least around Waller, I don't know if you guys commiserated. I know you, you, you and Kelsey, your paths crossed repeatedly. Yep. Any, any, uh, just tight end talk, uh, just sort of brotherhood, fraternity. No, he
1: Waller's had a had a group that he was talking to. So I didn't got gotcha, gotcha. I'm not, I'm not a big
0: father. Right. right. Well, what are you, you know? Right, what are you going to do? You're not going to go wedge yourself into their good time and hey, you know, hey.
1: I, play, I, I played tight end once. Yep. Uh, let's. You want to talk about? Uh, a little seam. How about sluggo, huh? <laughs> Man, when they get chipped off the edge,
0: is that, I don't even know if I'm doing it right. I just trying to participate. So next time I'm on a regional jet, I'll tell them people I was a tight end in the CFL. <laughs> How about I was with Saskatchewan for a little while. I hurt my knee tore the patella tendon up there and, uh, against the, uh, against the Eskimos. That's wild. Nah, it, was Ed, it was Edmonton. Icy oh. Field. It was a bad deal. Tore the Patella. See how? See? I'm bang right there. I'm in it. That's how scary it is. It's been a long time since I've tried to play the uh, last five minutes of a flight, make up a job game. It's fun. I want all of you all out there to do it. It's a fun way to kill time when you're landing. Just make up entire alternate realities. Uh, maybe they're more fun than your life, or maybe maybe just, they just seem boring and mundane. Just see how good... It's so much harder to do than Wordle. You got to make up entire and and keep the thing going. So if you're asked questions about it, that you're you're prepared to answer. Hmm. Something to think about. That's just just something to think about. Something to think about. Maybe you don't have, maybe all you have in front of you is carpeting on the wall. You You don't have the entertainment thing. So how do you entertain yourself? Well, you can have your face in your phone the whole way or, you know, you could be in for a conference of all the top region or regional uh, lumber yard managers, you know, for Fucking moving wood there. That's what I'm saying. We move sheets of plywood like nobody. Nobody. We build all right. Pallets. You, uh, you don't build pallets. It's the stuff you use to build is on the pallets, Steve. Everyone knows that. But that's, again, I would know this could, uh, <laughs> given,
1: my would. Years, given my years in the industry. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> How many? All right, last one. Yeah, well, I got to go talk to Schefter. Yeah. How, how many How many points does a winning team score in the Super Bowl?
0: Low. 24. I was going to say 23, 23, 17, 23, 20, something like that. Low. What's the total? 48 and a half. Under. Yeah, I like uh, the under. Under. It's always under. <laughs> always, always, always under. In these games. So that's what I got for you. All right. Uh, Everybody have a great week, and uh, we'll catch up with you all soon.